you ready to kickstart your week with some dirt slinging and tire slaying action motorsports radio that packs the biggest guests? Hi, Ken Block here. Hey, my name's Jolene Van Butte. What's up, Brian Deegan? Vaughn Gittin Jr. here. They've been thrown into one show that has broken down the barriers of what a motorsports radio show should be. This is the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor, with support from General Tire, KMC Wheels, Dirtfish, Gibson Exhaust, and MTX Audio, with your host, who also happens to spend his weekends flying 800 horsepower trucks through the dirt, Jim Beaver. When was the last time you saw an off-road or rally driver begging to get behind the wheel of a NASCAR IndyCar? Yep, not happening, but you sure see these pavement racers begging to drive our cars. And his partner in crime every week, a self-proclaimed Canadian moto chick who was jumping triples and taking podiums before most guys even learned to ride. Amy Hood. No one knows how to say my last name. Like, is it really that hard? Amy Hood, like I'm from the hood. Don't get it twisted. Sit back, strap in, and be prepared to join us as we take you through a motorsports ride like no other. Here is the man who carries a steering wheel in one hand and a mic in the other, Jim Beaver. Good morning. Welcome to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Jim Beaver, Amy Hood here, kicking off a massive show today. Uh, sometimes yeah. when it rains, it pours, and seems like all the interviews, like, I don't know. My my day is so weird. It's like roller coasters on the day or two before uh, we book <laughs> as we're booking out the show and people falling in place. And weeks like today, everything falls in place. Indy 500 champion. He went down and raced Race of Champions with Travis Pastrana here this past weekend. Uh, Alexander Rossi is going to be on the show. Um, we've also got, man, just a slam-packed guest lineup. Um, Patrick mm-hmm. Sandell, brand-new Subaru yep. Rally Team USA driver, just inked to a deal with Factory Subaru. He's on the line. we got my buddy Andreas Bakarud, Monster Energy athlete, Ken Block's teammate running in World Rallycross. And then we got a good friend of Amy's, current points leader, the guy that's uh, got you down a notch, uh, uh, <laughs> Justin Sipes. He's on air, so it's going to be a fun one, Hood. Yeah, I'm excited. We got what a what a wicked lineup of guests we have today. Uh, it's pretty awesome. Uh, again, a, a little bit of everything from all different types of motorsports. Yeah, exactly. It's definitely uh, definitely going to be fun. Looking forward to that. We also got a clip, a uh, new thing we're going to call Killer Clips. We're going to air with Paul Thacker here in hour number two. So uh, hang tight. It's going to be one heck of a show. We'll be back after this on the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. When R.J. Anderson wanted to set a world record for the longest UTV jump in history, not once but twice, what company did he trust? Polaris and their championship-winning Razor XP1000. R.J. is a UTV champion behind the wheel of Polaris vehicles, and he exclusively trusts the Polaris Razors to bring him race wins and championships against some of the toughest off-road racers in the world. The same Polaris Razors RJ has won championships in, set world records in, and conquered the wall of death in XP1K2 are available to you at your local Polaris dealer. Take the advice of world record holder RJ Anderson and visit Polaris on the web at Polaris.com to see the full lineup of Polaris Razor vehicles or follow them on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Polaris Razor. The Subaru WRX and WRX STI. A 268-horsepower, turbocharged Subaru Boxer engine rockets the WRX around corners and down straightaways. A race-ready, 305-horsepower, turbocharged Subaru Boxer engine keeps the WRX STI a rally legend. The Subaru WRX and WRX STI, it's not a sibling rivalry. It's a tag team. Get the latest from Subaru Rally Team USA at Subaru.com rally. Do you race or are you a weekend warrior? Have you checked on the date on your helmet recently? Don't get caught off guard by using an outdated helmet. Impact Racing, the leader in motorsport safety, has new SA 2015 helmets to fit your budget. Whether you're looking for a helmet with a full carbon fiber shell to take you to victory at the Indy 500 or just looking for some helmets for a weekend at Glamis, Impact Racing has a helmet for you. Find out more information at impactraceproducts.com or on Facebook at Impact Safety. 
For 100 years, General Tire has provided tires for your lifestyle, your adventure, your anywhere. Born from competition, the Grabber Tire offers the durability and off-road traction you demand in a tire. We put these tires to the test in the harshest off-road racing conditions to give you a tire that will make your anywhere possible. So let us take you on your next big adventure. Tweet us photos at General Tire, hashtag anywhere is possible. Because with General Tire, anywhere is possible. Looking to have some fun on four wheels? Dirtfish Rally School has you covered. Packing as much adrenaline and adventure as you can handle into high-performance all-wheel drive and rear-wheel drive Subaru rally cars is where the fun begins at Dirtfish. Just 30 minutes outside of Seattle and Snoqualmie, you'll get a chance to train up to three full days with some of the country's best instructors and be put through the high-octane rush of rally on mud, dirt, and tarmac. Get started today and call 425-888-7715 or visit us online at dirtfish.com and use code 911 for a 15% discount. Welcome back to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Jim Beaver, Amy Hood here, getting uh, rolling here. I want to give my token shout out to my other show, Project Action, on Podcast One. Make sure and go over there, rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes. I am actually following back anybody who de- leaves a review on iTunes and puts your Instagram or Twitter at username. I will follow you back. But you got to go to Project Action on iTunes to do it. I uh, had Paul Facker on last week uh, talking X Games, Winter X, his medals. We're going to air a new segment called Killer Clip in hour number two with an interview, uh, with the portion of that interview. But uh, good times with Paul Thacker. He's over there. He's getting ready to... Uh, Go for uh, go for gold here in a couple of days, Hood. Yeah, I know, and I mean, if anybody can throw down, I know it's, it's Paul for sure. So, yeah, he was. Uh, good luck to him, definitely. Yeah, he was showing me some uh, when we were together up in Minnesota. He was showing me some video on his iPhone, and I don't know where what they're going to do with the video, but it was of him. And keep in mind, he's an adaptive, you know, snowcross guy now, and I mean, it, mm-hmm. his skills are still insane. But you never he, know. You never know because no. of how like insane he is still. You know, at anything that he does, yeah, <laughs> nothing really like stops him. Yeah, so they were at, so they were, and I can't remember if they were in Alaska or where they were at, but there was this hit. It was like a natural hit out there, and they were kind of doing some stuff in the backcountry and things like that. And he got full on sledneck style, and um, he was like one of the one of the only guys, and one of the first ones to hit it. But it was like a two hundred foot gap, and here's Thacker just sending it on his snowmobile and most of these guys like you know like they had somebody go and i can't remember i think it was like heath frisbee or something and then thacker hit it and uh, landed and everybody's like dude that's insane and everything else and thacker goes i think it can go bigger and like everybody's getting scared so like some of these guys would only hit it once and then they were done they just wanted to hit it say they did it thacker hit it like eight or nine times Uh, (laughs) he was showing me the video though hood it was so (laughs) massive this jump it was just insane i'm like you're nuts thacker that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, he has no fear. Like, I don't know. Like, I, I think Alaska, in, in all honesty, breeds like the craziest athletes. Yeah. Because, I mean, they're up in the middle of nowhere. All they got to do is, like, play in the snow or, you know, like, yeah. like everybody that I know from Alaska is a really extreme talented athlete. And, uh, yeah. yeah, I mean. Uh, have have I you seen the movie Mystery Alaska? Have you seen the movie Mystery Alaska? Huh? Yeah, it's called Mystery Alaska. It's about this hockey team from like nowhere, Alaska, right? Well, there's a line in the movie, and it's my favorite line, like in all movies. And it goes, like uh, Sports Illustrator is interviewing one of the guys in the town, and he goes, he goes, why, why are you guys so good at hockey up here? And he goes, because there's only a few things to do in Alaska in the middle of the winter. He's like, you eat, drink, fornicate, and play hockey. Uh, and I guess you can throw snowmobiling in the mix too, right? So <laughs> yeah, I think you, you snowmobile too. So yeah. So I don't know. I I don't even know how we got headed in that direction. But uh, anyways, Thacker killing it. Uh, pump for him. Winter X snow bike's going to be debuting. So uh, I don't know a lot of. Uh, a lot of stuff coming up uh, this weekend with X Games. I know you guys are on tour. We'll catch up about that later. Yeah. I know, but you got close. You said you almost uh, took your first event, like overall victory, right? I almost took it from Dustin Fipes this weekend, but I got a hand hands down. I mean, he's pretty darn talented in the truck. He knows how to do some crazy walking wheelies where he like throws it in reverse. Like 
it's insane. And, um, I mean, he had a little bit of a hometown advantage. I mean, he's from Louisville, Kentucky. So the, he had a huge Megalodon crowd on the weekend. It was absolutely insane. But, you know, he still didn't just win over the crowd vote. He's an extremely, extremely talented driver and definitely earning that top spot in the Central Tour right now. Um, he has some skills in the truck and definitely in the races as well. But I have to say I am still winning the overall wins for the ATV racing. And I know that hits a soft spot with Justin because he's obviously, you know, comes from a Supercross background. I was going to say he's a moto guy. He gets really mad. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what I was going to ask. Like, they have all these events, you know, and we've talked about it before. But, like, I mean, there's got to be some, like, everybody kind of excels at certain things. Obviously, you're good on the ATVs. Um, you're good in, like, the donuts too, right? Like, I mean, there's, is there certain things where you mm-hmm. just kill it? Yeah, I've um, I've been killing it in the ATVs. I have the most wins, and I have the most wins in donuts as well. But I'm I'm really trying to work. Like I'm really feeling more comfortable and confident in the Monster Jam truck, and I think really that's going to be my best asset because it's fan voted, like wheelies freestyle, everything but the Monster Truck Racing yeah. is fan voted. So if you're a great driver and also can win over the fans, and I think I have a little bit of an advantage over that. If anybody knows me, I am, you know, all about the fans. I'm definitely a show show woman. So I think, you know, I think that's going to be a really big advantage for me. And and I'd like to think that, you know, you start up at the top, all you got is a target on your back. So, you know, Justin's winning right now, and all, all he can do is try to hold it there, where all we can do is try to progress and, and you know, chase that top spot. So I think, uh, I think being in third is really comfortable right now. I'm third in points um, behind Megalodon and Pirate's Curse, so Camden Murphy, who we had on the show earlier. And, uh, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm excited. It's going pretty pretty awesome, Jim. Yeah, it's I, I'm kind of like I wish there was some kind of live streaming. Like it's so crazy because like I'm I know I talked to you. I think I was watching Supercross, but I talked to you right after you got done. I think Saturday night at uh, at the races or something like that. But like I I, I so like I'm antsy. Like seriously, like I'm like oh, I wonder how Amy's doing. Like it's hard to keep track. You know, it's like dang. Um, I know. I know. I wish there was a little bit more coverage, and I really got to like stalk social media after the shows to try to find like people who took videos in the stands and there's not the best coverage i mean obviously grave digger gets tons everyone records christmas runs because it's grave digger yeah. and uh yeah i wish someone would record my freestyle because i'd like to throw it up on the up on social media and show you guys what i'm what i'm doing now yeah for sure so anybody out there who goes to a monster jam show seriously uh uh, ping Amy with your clips, man. I saw, I was bummed. Like, I was looking at the Monster Jam schedule. Like, I've really looked into this since you've been, uh, you know, on tour. Man, they're actually going to Winnipeg, and you're not running there. I'm like, oh, such a bummer. I know. You know how many text messages I have got of people either wanting tickets, wondering if I'm going to be in Winnipeg, why I'm not in Winnipeg. They don't understand, like... You know, there's so many different tours going on, and I'm still really fortunate to be on the U.S. tour. It's great coverage. Uh, you know, it's, I like to go to places I've never been before, so I've never been to Louisville, Kentucky. But, um, yeah, I mean, I don't have a hometown advantage. Every other person on my tour has a hometown spot that they, we get to go and drive in, except for me. So <laughs> it kind of sucks. So I got to work like extra hard <laughs> yeah. to try to get those fan votes because uh, I ain't from here. <laughs> yeah. It's, I got, I got to tell you, there is a big advantage to it. Cause like, you know, once or twice a year, like here in a week, I've got my first trophy truck race of the year and it's in my backyard. Right. So I get extra media attention. Mm-hmm. I'm on the local radio stations. I'm on, you know, yep. I've already done interviews with the local newspapers for for stuff dropping next week. Like there is a bit of a hometown advantage. Like I take off the start line in downtown Parker and uh, people are just going nuts. You know what I mean? And it's like, I, like, it's cool to be able to experience that. If you haven't been able to compete, you know, at a high level in front of your hometown crowd, I'm sure it's the same way with Supercross when, you know, like Dungey goes to Minnesota or something and races in Minneapolis, oh, you know? It's, uh... Well, and then the, 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 all the, the MCs, like our hosts, play it up. You know, I want to I be like, John, John Sapinero is our host. I want to be like, John, stop it. Like, you are killing my vibe here because you'll, you'll get on the microphone and He'll be like, Louisville, your hometown boy, Justin Sipes, driving Megalodon, who, like, you know, he shouts out to the crowd. 
like antagonizes them to cheer him on. And obviously <laughs> he gets that bad decibel meter just raging. And I'm sitting there like, like kicking myself. I'm like, oh, come on. Like, <laughs> it's actually pretty funny. Like, it's a. Uh, it's really, 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 really cool to see how devoted and engaged and just dedicated the fans are. And then you throw in the hometown kid and it's just on a whole new level. And that's what I just love about Monster Jam and any live entertainment, like how insane the, the crowd goes is just, it's something I've really never experienced and to be a part of it and to be somebody that the crowd actually cheers for, like oh, pinch me. I love it. It's, it's surreal. And I'm super, super, super grateful. All right. Well, we got to take a short break here on the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. We come back. My buddy Andreas Backrud, Ken Block's teammate, World Rallycross driver, Monster Energy athlete. He is on the line after this break. Tired of paying outrageous prices for Viagra? Well, we have great news for you. Now you can finally get Viagra at huge discounts. Healthy Man allows you to save up to $500 on Viagra. Why pay U.S. pharmacy prices of $15 per pill or more when you can get Viagra for less than $3 a pill? Call today and get 40 Viagra pills for only $99. This can cost as much as $600 at your local pharmacy. You can't afford not to call us. If you want Viagra at the lowest prices, never pay $15 a pill pharmacy price again. Get Viagra for less than $3 a pill. Call 877-663-7126 today and save up to $500 and get 40 pills for just $99. Healthy Man is fast, easy, and affordable. Operators are waiting at 877-663-7126 to take your call now. Call 877-663-7126. That's 877-663-7126. Again, 877-663-7126. Attention catheter users. Stop reusing dirty catheters. Catheters are now disposable. Recent changes in Medicare now allow patients up to 200 disposable catheters a month. All at little or no cost to you. We bill Medicare. Put an end to the mess and risk of infection by using old catheters. Just use a catheter once and throw it away. Eliminate trips to the pharmacy and insurance paperwork. Shipping is free. Receive a free catheter sample by calling and joining Medical Direct Club right now. Call 1-800-399-9018 to receive your free catheter sample discreetly delivered right to your door. That's 1-800-399-9018. 1-800-399-9018. Call 1-800-399-9018 today. Deductibles and copays apply. Free catheter samples require qualified membership. Sample will arrive with 90-day order. Attention, if you've had hip replacement surgery and suffered any complications, you need to listen to this important legal alert. Major manufacturers have made billions of dollars available to award legal claims for defective hip implants. Thousands of these defective hip implants have been recalled by various manufacturers. If you've had hip surgery and suffered complications, you may be entitled to receive significant compensation to help you deal with your complications. You may be eligible to receive money to help with medical expenses, lost wages, and pain and suffering. Protect yourself by hiring an experienced trial attorney. Our partner law firms are experts in hip replacement surgery lawsuits. Find out now if you're eligible to receive any of the $2.5 billion hip settlement fund. Call now for free information. 800-296-1360. 800-296-1360. 800-296-1360. That's 800-296-1360. Welcome back to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. I'd like to welcome my next guest, uh, guy. It's been a while since we've had him on air, Andreas Bakarud. How's everything going, Andreas? Hello, hello. It's, uh, it's just perfect. Just getting ready for a new year in uh, World Rallycross. Yeah, I That's think it, so it's going to be good. Yeah, I think last year, um, I can't remember last time I talked to you. I think it might have been before this big announcement with Ken Block, which I think is right around a year since everything became public, right? It's yeah, like right, think, right at the anniversary. I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah, it must have been. And it's, uh, the, 
I'm, uh, it's one year ago since uh, we announced it. So, uh, yeah, pretty much a year. Yeah. So, uh, you know, take us through everything. I mean, uh, you know, this big announcement uh, made with Ken Block, now all of a sudden you're part of, uh, you know, Hoonigan Racing. I mean, you know, that was a big switch for you, Ken, going over to Europe. I mean, uh, you know, how did this whole thing come about? And take us through last year. I mean, you had a, a really good season, I think finishing, what, third in points. Uh, you know, you had a solid effort. Uh, you know, what are we looking forward to uh, this next season? Yeah, well, last year was, was really great. I mean, uh, first of all, the Ford performance, uh, winning a racing division and M-Sport Villa, an amazing Ford Focus RS RX, uh, which we used in the World Rifles Championship. Uh, for sure, it was a new car in a new team, uh, in a new championship for everyone, and um, it didn't start the, the way we wanted, maybe, but uh, we were developing all the time, and uh, from the mid-season and uh, till the end, we took the most points of uh, all drivers, and uh, finally, in the last race, we managed to get top three in the championship. So, uh, yeah, it was was a great year, uh, and we learned so much. We hopefully can use this year, <laughs> and uh, yeah, we're gonna start testing race uh, soon, and uh, hopefully get an even better year, 2017. Yeah, well, and you know, you were in a good car before with uh, when you were with Olsberg and and uh, the other Andreas, but uh, you know, compare the the Fiesta you were driving to the new RSRX, because a lot of people go, ah, oh, maybe it looks similar, but it's a completely different car. Yeah, it's very, very different. Uh, and I mean, uh, there is two different types of uh, philosophy around how to build a car. The Ford Fiesta I was riding with Oldsberg had a sensitive uh, and uh, inline engine gearbox. Uh, and uh, M Sport Ford Focus RS RX uh, has this uh, transverse engine and uh, gearbox without sensitive. And it's two very different ways of driving it. Uh, the Fiesta, you need to be more brutal with, and uh, RX, you need to be a bit gentle with. <laughs> yeah, did it take you some adjusting time to to learn how to drive in the in the new M Sport car? Yeah, for sure. It, it always takes a, a long time to, to get to know your vehicle and to push it to the limit. And uh, that was the main thing. We didn't have much testing before the uh, last season started. Um, so... Uh, we kind of had to learn on races and uh, start pushing from from the beginning and uh, go outside the box and push, uh, yeah, push it hard. Yeah. So uh, coming into this season, you feel like, I mean, uh, you know, like you said, finished top three in points. You guys had a lot of momentum uh, at the end of last season. You feel like this is the year you and Ken put it together as a team and, uh, and make a run for the title? Yes, we definitely want to. Our goal is to... to to win the team championship, and you know we 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 really want this, and uh, Ford is backing us very very much um, together with Monster Energy, uh, and uh, yeah, I mean uh, we we're gonna give it a go, and uh, and hopefully we can finish up there somewhere, uh, and hopefully take the team championship. Yeah. Uh, that's the main thing. Yeah, well, how's it been for you the past year? I mean, uh, you know, you were with Olsberg, and they're, they're a proper race team, and, and obviously Hoonigan Racing is a proper race team, but uh, the cultures around the race team are much different. I mean, you know, now you're here with with Ken, who is, uh, you know, one of the most followed guys in, in action sports and motorsports on social media. You know, he's got this massive fan following. You've got your massive fan following over there in Europe. I mean, how has this last year been? I mean, it seems like, you know, you guys are racing and doing well, but you're also having a lot of fun. Yeah, that's but that's what it's all about. I mean, Ken Block uh, as a teammate and uh, a little boss is uh, is great. Uh, he's uh, he's a generally very very good good guy. Uh, I learned so much last year, and I think both of us fit well together. We we have the same mindset about uh, our fans. So last year, I brought in one thousand six and sixty seven. Uh, people to different events in my Backyard Blue Supporter Club, which was really, really cool uh, all around the world. Um, it was a massive year for me. Uh, and, uh, yeah, it seems like it's just growing bigger and bigger. Uh, and I learned so much from Ken and uh, the whole team. Uh, so uh, hopefully this year is just going to continue that way. 
Yeah, well, and I know uh, you're just uh, in Park City recently. What you were at the Sundance Film Festival. You give, you've been able to take uh, take in a lot of things. Maybe you haven't uh, hadn't been able to take in in the past, huh? Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, like I, I've been here for a week, and I'm on my way. Uh, I'm actually at the airport uh, now, on the way to Arizona. Uh, but uh, the the last weekend now in in Park City have been really great. Uh, we call it team bonding, and uh, it's been a lot of fun. Uh, it's um, highlight might be snowcat uh, skiing, and um, yeah, it's just been great. Yeah. Well, speaking of team bonding, I know. Uh, great yeah, I know you got to go to uh, Jim Connor Grid and and run the escort this past uh, into last year, right? How was that? I love that car. It's it's insane. Like the RS2000 or the Jim Connor. Escort is uh, so my dad and my uncle used to drive rallycross uh, back in the days, and my dad had a, a Mark II Escort, and for me to get to drive the Gymkhana Escort, it uh, it was a absolutely great feeling and uh, a pleasure to drive it. Gymkhana uh, grid was insane; it was really good. So much, uh, so many cars and so many uh, different drivers um, from all around the world. It was great to compete against them. And yeah, we just had a great time in, in Greece. Uh, it was really nice. Yeah. Well, I got to ask. Uh, I know recently, uh, you know, speaking of that, you you went and did your first stage rally, correct? I know you're a rallycross guy, one of the top guys yeah. in the world. But you went and did your first <laughs> stage rally. How was that? It was really cool. I had two days of testing before the rally, which went really great, and then uh, we showed up for the rally, and unfortunately, a fuel pump issue uh, already from service to stage one. So I didn't get to do the rally, unfortunately, but uh, hopefully I'm, I'll be driving last weekend in February in Norway in winter roads, like proper proper rally. Yeah. Well, now now you get to hear what uh, Petter and Ken and everybody have been bragging about, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's so much fun. It's crazy. Like, when, you, when you're being able to trust your own face notes and... Uh, uh, feel committed to, to whatever the co-driver is saying, then uh, that's a very, very nice feeling. Yeah, well, and how does that compare? I mean, you're a guy who's, uh, you've been a spotter, you, you, you've had spotters before. How has that changed now with the pace notes? I mean, because you've relied on spotters, but now you're relying on a guy in the seat next to you who, uh, you know, it's 100% trust in that person. Yeah, I have to say, like, that's the, hardest thing for me to, to learn, uh, like get the information, process it, and then do it. You know, that, uh, that takes time to learn, and uh, I still have a long way before I'm a good rally driver. Uh, I, I think I was still quick on the test, but uh, to do new stages and, uh, and roads all the time, uh, you need a lot of testing and uh, training to, to be able to understand all the notes all the time. If you do one mistake, you're off. Yeah. So uh, between now and the start of the rallycross season, I mean, what uh, what's what's the schedule look like for Andre- Andreas Backerud? I mean, uh, a lot of testing. I know you said you were going to do a stage rally, but I'm sure you just got to get the cars up to speed. And uh, any major changes this off season to the cars? Yeah, I mean, like, uh, it's going to be super busy until uh, the season starts in Barcelona last March and 1st of April. Uh, I have... Lots of testing with the Focus RX, and I have go-kart training camp in Belgium. I have uh, rallying, and I just bought my first apartment, so I probably <laughs> need to move in here some, sometimes. Yeah. You're an adult, <laughs> so, uh, finally. Yeah, it's going to be super busy. <laughs> yeah, you're fine. I, I actually saw on the calendar today that the third week in March is still open. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. It's going to be busy, but I like it that way. I like to travel. I like to experience new stuff, and uh, I, I'm i enjoying life. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you taking the time, Andreas, to, to call into the show. Uh, you know, you know. good luck this new season. And uh, you and I, we got to catch up more often, and I don't know, maybe i got to make a trip up to one of yeah, the rallycross races or something. I don't know. I've been talking with the guys over there, maybe the Canada RX <laughs> round or something. I don't know. Lyndon Hill, I don't know. We'll, f- we'll figure I it out. I can't wait till you call me after I win the championship and you, uh, you make Made it, made the interview done. <laughs> yeah, that's. I'll make you a promise. The All first, right. your first win this year. I'm gonna send you a text as soon as you win and say, Andreas, we're getting you on the show, right? So it's my promise. Oh yes, I'm in. <laughs> All I'm right, in. thanks a lot, Andreas. You take All it right. easy. Have safe travels, my friend.
always fun catching up with Andreas Backerud. Uh, I, you know, I've had conversations on, uh, you know, multiple times on this show, on Project Action with people around Rallycross. And uh, Backerud is like literally one of my favorite guys in the sport of Rallycross. And uh, I've always said, like, I always feel like obviously he's killing it in World Rallycross, but I've always felt I'm like, man, this is one of the guys that can come over to the United States. And uh, I really think that. Uh, uh, you know, the U.S. and uh, fan base for Rallycross over here would really take to him. And I know he's come over. I think he did a lights run around a couple years ago or something like that. But uh, I've always felt like, you know, obviously now Ken Block noticed it. I mean, the guy's charismatic. Um, you know, he's an amazingly talented uh, uh, rallycross driver. Like, I, I just, uh, you know, I, I'm so pumped for him to be teaming with Ken Block. I think their personalities gel well. Uh, he's a perfect fit for that team, and, uh, you know, and they're just blowing up. I mean, had a heck of a, a debut season. I mean, Ken Block is learning the tracks over there in Europe, and, uh, you know, everything's going to come together, and I think uh, uh, they're going to be killer this year in 2017. But uh, we got to take a short break. We come back. Alexander Rossi, Indy 500 champ. He is on the line here on the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. I'm Polaris rider Jim Beaver. I race trophy trucks professionally, host a down and dirty radio show, and also travel the country announcing motorsports events. I've seen it all, and trust me, I've done most of it. So when it comes time to relax on the weekend, nothing is better than taking time with my family in our Razor vehicles. They've got the reliability I need to just pick up and go explore the desert dunes or trail and have the capability to attack even the harshest terrain. If you're looking for some of the most reliable and safest and hands-down most capable off-road machines in the world, look no further than Polaris and their award-winning lineup of Razor vehicles. Whether you want your daughter to experience off-road driving for the first time in a Razor 170 like me, take the entire family out in a Razor XP4 1000 on the weekend, or shred the desert and dunes in the all-new Razor XP 1000 Fox Edition, Polaris has you handled. Take my advice and join me and some of the best drivers in the world by driving a Polaris Razor. Check out the full Polaris Razor lineup at Polaris.com or follow them on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Polaris Razor. Life is all about sound, the sound of sports, the sound of the racetrack, and the sound of your vehicle. Don't drive around listening to this. Drive around listening to the sound of performance. Gibson Performance. Gibson Performance Exhaust is the company who can turn this into this. Remember that life is all about sound, and Gibson Exhaust is the sound of performance. Check out your next catback exhaust system, headers, muffler, or UTV exhaust at GibsonPerformance.com and get more power and more sound. Since 1970, Casey Highlights has been designing and manufacturing performance lighting for off-road and motorsports. Beginning with the legendary Daylighter up until today's revolutionary Flex, Pod, and Pro 6 lighting systems, Casey Highlights offers a full line of halogen, HID, and LED lighting solutions for your off-road vehicle. Looking for the best quality lighting? Looking for the brand champions choose? You're looking for KC Highlights. Find out more information at kchighlights.com or follow them on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Casey highlights. Your life demands a tire that provides durability, comfort, and performance, and that's what General Tire delivers for you. From the all-season grip of the Grabber UHP to the comfort and on-road manners of the Grabber HTS to the durability and off-road traction of the Grabber AT2, General has a tire that will help get you where you need to go. So let us take you on your next big adventure. Tweet us at General Tire, hashtag anywhere is possible, because with General Tire, anywhere is possible. The Subaru WRX and WRX STI, a 268-horsepower turbocharged Subaru boxer engine, rockets the WRX around corners and down straightaways. A race-ready 305-horsepower turbocharged Subaru boxer engine keeps the WRX STI a rally legend. The Subaru WRX and WRX STI, it's not a sibling rivalry, it's a tag team. Get the latest from Subaru Rally Team USA at Subaru.com slash rally. Welcome back to the Down and Dirty Radio Show powered by Polaris Razor. Jim Beaver, Amy Hood here waiting on uh, Indy 500 champ Alexander Rossi to call in. Should be phoning in any minute and uh, looks like this is him let me see if we can uh, pick him up here hey how's everything going alexander good how are you doing ah doing well my friend doing uh doing well thanks a lot for calling in man 
Hey, uh, things are, uh, can you, uh, I don't know, it seems like phone line is kind of breaking up a bit. Hold on one second. Let me see if I can clear things up here. Um, all right. Should, uh, should be good. I think hopefully, <laughs> uh, man, uh, no, this weekend race of champions that, uh, um, dude, that's, uh, kind of a little bit out of your wheelhouse. How's things down there in Miami? All right. You there? You there, Alexander? We're having a problem. Oh, now we're crystal clear, man. Things, I don't know. We just had a bad connection there. So I don't know what was going on. Um, No, man, uh, you know, congrats first off on uh, heading down there to uh, Miami to race of champions. Uh, How was everything down there? Yeah, it was good, man. Um, I didn't, I didn't really know what to expect going down um, because, you know, it was just something that is is a very specific format, obviously. But but once we got started on Friday, um, it was pretty clear that it was it was a pretty amazing event. And uh, you know, some days were better than others. Saturday wasn't a great day for us, but Sunday was was pretty solid. Um, and it was all in all an awesome event, and great to have it finally be um, you know at a venue in the U.S. and and Miami and Marlins Park were were great hosts. Well, and, you know, that being said, I mean, uh, you know, this is a race of champions. I mean, this has had to be kind of fun for you. Obviously, you know, you, you've gone over, you've raced in Europe. We'll talk about that in a minute. But, uh, uh, you know, seeing a lot of these drivers, you probably haven't seen them in a year or so. But, uh, I mean, this is kind of a big deal, kind of being anointed by the U.S. to kind of go and uh, represent the country. And, uh, you know, and, and then there's so many various types of racing, you know, mixed in. It had to have been uh, kind of a good feeling and uh, probably some faces you haven't seen in a while. Yeah, no, that's exactly right. I mean, it was it was really cool to see a lot of guys that, that I hadn't seen in in a while, and and obviously, you know, I, I've made a lot of new, you know, connections and and, and friendships um, on the U.S. side of things. So it was great to kind of just be together with everyone in in a pretty low key environment. I mean, obviously, once you know you're on track, you're 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 driving at 100 percent because it's you know there's a lot of pride on the line. But you know, off track, everyone was was just having a good time with each other and. Yeah, I mean, you mentioned the various types of racing, and, and that was something I didn't even know was a part of it. I I didn't know until we showed up Friday for practice that we were in anything different than one car. So it was um, it was very very cool, and it, it definitely rewarded the guys um, that could adapt the best. And you know, I want to say that you know it, it rewarded the guys that had been there before, but then won one went and and won everything on on his first go around. So <laughs> that kind of uh, was 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 very impressive and, and glad that he was able to represent you know the the Verizon Car Series while doing that. Yeah, well, and Juan, he's just uh, he's just an all world talent, man. It seems like anything they throw him behind the wheel of, he's uh, he's been successful. That's with. exactly right. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, you know, let's talk about, uh, you know, talk about, uh, you know, IndyCar. I know, you know, you're one of the few American drivers. It seems like every, you know, there's, there's every once in a while, there's a guy that, you know, the U S driver that goes to Europe and they try and make a go in formula one. And it seems like it's so few and far between, but you were one of the guys, I mean, you got to, got to race and compete in some grand prix. I mean, um, you know, how was that, you know, coming back to the United States, how was the experience in Europe? And I mean, was it, was it, uh, was it tough for you to make the decision to come back to the States? Um, yes and no. So, I mean, it was, it was my goal from, from when I was 10 years old that I wanted to go race in Formula One. So, you know, Europe was always going to be the destination that I was going to head to if I got the opportunity and, and I wanted to commit as much time, you know, learning how to drive, um, over in Europe because I knew that, um, you know, you have to go through the, the European junior formula in order to even be considered. I mean, you just kind of have to go through their process. Yeah. So, um, that, that was always the goal from, from the beginning and uh, finally achieving that last year after 15 years and, and, you know, quite a few kind of false starts, if you will. I mean, there was a lot of times where I thought I was going to be in a grand prix car racing and, and it never quite came through. So to finally have it happen, albeit for only, you know, five races was, was, was somewhat of a, of an accomplishment. I mean, we, we finally got there and, and obviously you wanted it to be a full-time thing. And, and I really thought that I had that going into 2016 um, and was taken aback um, when I got a phone call in February in mid February that that, that wasn't going to happen um, after I, I had a contract and, and was kind of going down that, that path. So um, it was an amazing blessing that, that Michael Andretti reached out and he had this, opportunity of a fourth car which he hadn't had before and it, it all kind of fell together in in a super positive way for all of us and and here we are um going into a new season in, in indycar and i'm i'm very excited for uh 
for 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 that opportunity and and can't wait to to see what we can accomplish well and and you know talk about that a bit cuz uh, you know going into the IndyCar season I know uh, you know you weren't a massive fan of oval racing but um you know you go into Indy 500 you're you're a rookie driver obviously qualifying and things like that you you know you impressed uh, you definitely, you know, you definitely were, were one of the front runners. I mean, take us through that, that whole experience. And then, I mean, uh, you know, kind of, I mean, you were, you know, at th- this point, I mean, you know, going into the Indy 500, people knew of you, but you weren't, you know, you weren't like a mainstream name, right? I mean, how, how did things change after that victory? And, uh, you know, and it seems like, you know, then immediately it's like, oh, we got to ink him to a, you know, a long-term contract, get him, uh, get him here in the States, you know, drive an Indy car full time. Yeah, no, you're, I mean, you're right. I mean, I, honestly, the, when I went over to Europe initially, you know, I, I was told that the the culture shock would be, you know, a, a big thing to overcome. And, and in a way, it was almost worse for me coming back to America this year um, because a lot of people didn't think that I was American, regardless of the fact that, you know, I, I you know, always had an American flag and was born and raised in California. The, the general fan audience, I guess, because of my last name and, and the fact that I spent so much time over there didn't think I was American. So it was very strange initially, um, kind of the, the reception and, and the feedback that I got. But then that dramatically shifted um, May 30th, yeah. you know, at 6 a.m. When, 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 you know, obviously the entire world was aware of what would have gone on um, for, for the 500. So you know, the, the change was, was pretty dramatic. And I mean, it was fortunate that, um, you know, I was able to, to have such a good race and, and it was, a, it was a good day for us, um, because it definitely changed my career path in, in quite a positive way. Yeah. Well, and, you know, and I know immediately, you know, things, you know, started looking more long-term and then what was it like mid season last year? I mean, it had to have been a little bit bittersweet because I know at some point you got an offer to come back to formula one, correct? Yes, I did. Yep. Um, yeah, so basically one of the drivers, um, that was driving for Manor, he, he ran out of funding, um, around August time and, and Manor wanted me to, to come take his spot. And at this point we were about almost 70% through the IndyCar season. And, and, um, you know, I had been developing a pretty strong relationship with, with the team and, and also Honda, um, and, you know, we were already talking about the future and things to come and it, it didn't feel right. It didn't feel like that was the place where I needed to be. And I felt that I needed to commit all of my, my effort and time to, to IndyCar and, um, you know, continue to establish relationships and trying to finish out the season in, in a strong way. Um, so that was, that was, believe it or not, a pretty easy decision for me. Yeah. Um, I didn't take a lot of time to think about that. That was, that was pretty straightforward. Yeah. Well, and, you know, and, and then obviously heading into this year, you've got a, you know, long-term deal with, uh, with Andretti for the IndyCar series. I mean, uh, you know, you feel like, you know, going into 2017, now you got a year under your belt. I mean, you know, you know, the tracks now, you know, you've, you know, you've raced the Indy 500, you know, the ovals. I mean, you know, do you feel like this is the year? All right. Now we can really make a run at this thing, put it all together. I, I, yeah, definitely. I mean, we, we as a team had a lot of struggles last year. Um, that was, that was no secret by any, stretch of the imagination so we made the off season and, and then like you said um me just being able to understand how the series works what the car needs to go quickly and and then above all else knowing the tracks um will, will, will play a huge advantage i mean obviously everyone else will improve this off season as well so we've got a a pretty big gap to overcome but we've had one test already and it, it was incredibly positive um so i hope that we can continue that momentum forward and into the the preseason and and hopefully have a much stronger start to the year than than we did last year yeah how how was that i mean you you know you going from racing formula one cars to indy cars i mean uh both of them take i mean it's a similar skill set but it's different i mean how was that adjustment from driving formula one cars to indy cars i mean was there a big adjustment for you or was it pretty seamless it was a lot bigger than I was expecting it to be. Um, it, not so much from, from Formula 1 to IndyCar. I mean, I was expecting that to be a big difference. But from GP2, which I spent a lot of time in, in Europe, which is kind of the, the, the championship prior to F1, mm-hmm. um, on paper, you know, number-wise, the cars are, are basically the same in terms of horsepower and, you know, lap time and, and the grip or the weight of an Indian car is a bit heavier, but there's more downforce. So, I mean, I was thinking that it'd be pretty much, you know, a, a pretty straightforward um, translation between cars. And that couldn't have been farther from the truth. I mean, 
because there's so much downforce on an Indy car and, and so much cornering capabilities, um, it rewards a driver who just kind of hangs it out there, if you will. I mean, a and you counter that with a GB2 car and an F1 car, mostly because of, of the Pirelli tire and, and the tracks that the cars are run on. It rewards very smooth driving and not over aggressiveness and kind of just you know point and shoot the car if you will whereas an indy car is basically as brave as you want to be is as quick as you'll go um and that took a little bit of readapting to also because of how bumpy the tracks are and everything so it's an indy car requires a huge amount of confidence to go quickly whereas i would say a gp2 car or an f1 car is a little bit more technique um driven yeah, you got to get a little more exuberant with an Indy car and just kind of, kind of hang it out, huh? Exactly. Yeah, just drive it like an animal and you'll be quick. Yeah. Well, well, that's uh, I guess would probably transfer over pretty well to a race of champions because that's pretty much hanging it all out, right? Um. Yeah, well, it depends on the car. I mean, yeah. For some of them, yeah. But then other ones, like there was this three wheel thing, where it was the exact opposite. Like you wanted to drive it as if you were driving your ninety five year old grandmother to the hospital. <laughs> like you had to be so gentle and patient and not do two things at once. And I don't know, it was, it was weird, which is why, I mean, that's such a cool event because you're literally, you'll finish one race in a NASCAR and then you'll get into like a three wheeled car and then you'll get into a radical mm-hmm. and you'll do it all back to back and you'll have to go win. And there's only one lap. Um, so, I mean, it, it's pretty, it's pretty hectic, but um, a, a whole lot of fun. Yeah. Well, I got to ask too. Obviously, uh, you know, get a chance to I think drive a, a Rallycross lights car at uh, at Race of Champions. I know, uh, you know, obviously Andretti. I got uh, friends over there in their Rallycross program. Scott and Tanner. Uh, you know, how's uh, you know you get the itch to maybe uh, test a little bit of Rallycross? I'd love to do it again. Um, the one time that I actually drove it all all weekend, I got stuck with one that had a gearbox problem and it was actually the one scott had in the final yesterday or on sunday in the the usa versus the world and we couldn't downshift um so my experience in the rally car was pretty miserable so I, i'd love to, <laughs> to to get an opportunity to do it again for sure you get a proper test under your belt <laughs> yeah yeah well i appreciate you taking the time to, to phone in my friend uh you know congratulations on no obviously problem. indy 500 to contract with andretti and uh you know love to love to get you back on air i know i think i'm going to be doing something out at the indy 500 uh some live radio with impact or something so maybe we'll have to uh get you dialed in uh when i get back to indy or something yeah for sure man just let us know and uh, it was great talking to you all right thanks a lot alexander have a good one Bye-bye. yeah you too Bye. All right, that was Alexander Rossi, uh, Indy 500 champion. Uh, just getting done with the race of champions down there in Miami. Big shout-out to Juan Pablo Montoya uh, for taking the victory there. I know uh, Pastrana uh, he had a pretty good run down there as well. And, uh, you know, you know, U.S. team, uh, good showing. First time in U.S. soil. Definitely good stuff. We're going to take a short break here on the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. And uh, we will definitely be back after this break. Tired of calls, levies, and liens from the IRS or hiring others who don't get the job done? Call Wall & Associates and you'll never talk to the IRS again. The IRS has a program to eliminate tax debt, and Wall & Associates professionals are trained to maximize its benefits for you. You always speak with a live person with real support and real knowledge. We've helped thousands of taxpayers like you settle their tax debt with the IRS for a fraction of what they owe. We solve tax problems. Call Wall & Associates now. 800-480-5708. We have the professionals who know how to solve tax problems. If you owe money to the IRS, your tax problems are not going away by themselves, and the passage of time will only make matters worse. Act now before it's too late. Call Wall & Associates right now to speak to a professional tax relief agent. Call 800 800- 480-5708. That's 800-480-5708. Again, 800-480-5708. Are you a business owner or an individual who owes the IRS? Then be prepared to write down an important phone number. Do you owe $10,000 or more in back taxes? Do you need to file back tax returns? Are you dealing with bank levies and wage garnishments? It's time to deal with your IRS problem today. Call Certified Tax Tax Representation now. Certified Tax Tax Representation, Inc. represents clients just like you in all 50 states. They will contact the IRS on your behalf the same day that you become a client, and you can become a client.
it immediately. It's time for you to face your IRS problems. Think about how great you're going to feel when you're represented by a company who's an advocate for you, who knows the law, who also will contact the IRS the same day you become a client. Call today for your free, no-obligation consultation. Call now, 1-800-999-1064. That's 1-800-999-1064. Not all cases are typical, and some may not qualify. The consultation is free, and so is the call, so call right now. 1-800-999-1064. That's 1-800-999-1064. Don't complain about your cable bill going up and up and up. Do something about it. Grab a pencil and jot down this special number. Call 877-499-MY-TV. The more cable TV rates go up, the better digital satellite TV looks. So cancel the cable and get more of your favorite channels in 100% digital quality for less money. Call 877-499-MY-TV. Right now to sign up for packages starting as low as $24.99 and there's no equipment to buy. You get free HD TV upgrade, a free DVR upgrade, and free professional installation. You control what you watch when you watch it. Record your favorite shows, pause and rewind live TV, even skip the commercials. Watch local channels too. At just $24.99, what are you waiting for? Pull out your major credit or debit card. Call 877-499-MY-TV. That's 877-499-MY-TV. Cancel the cable, cut costs, and get more. Call now, 877-499-MY-TV. That's 877-499-MY-TV. Welcome back to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Uh, big shout out to Alexander Rossi, Indy 500 champ. Always nice to get an Indy 500 champ on your radio show. I mean, uh, doesn't get much better than that, right? Um, but uh, no, big thanks to him and uh, my friends over there at Andretti Autosport for helping uh, helping me uh, set that up. But um, yeah, I, I can think I may have let the cat out of the bag a little bit. But uh, between this show and Project Action, we will be doing something at the Indy 500 this year and. Uh, um, I know we don't dive into the pavement racing a whole heck of a lot, but uh, between the two shows, I think there's some pretty cool interviews and uh, some stuff. So uh, um, I don't know. We're, we're working on something. Might be more of like a Facebook live stream too. Uh, I don't know. We're working on something there though. So I don't know. Stay tuned for that. But uh, we might be doing something at the Indy 500. It's a big deal. So um, there you go. But uh, I gotta. Speaking of shoutouts. Um, here's a guy I've had on air on this show and on Project Action. And once again, plug that. Rate, review, subscribe over to iTunes, podcast1.com. Make sure and go over there. Um, all that good stuff. we definitely got some good stuff going on at Project Action. And uh, we're going to do a killer clip here in a minute from that show. Um, but to Jason Ellis. Uh, Jason Ellis and I have raced against each other in Terracross. Didn't do very good for me. and Definitely didn't do very good for Ellis either. I wrecked twice. He wrecked a couple of times. It was just not good, right? But Jason Ellis, he does like racing UTVs. Um, He went out first works race ever this past weekend. He's been running Lucas Oil short course. First works race ever this past weekend. He won. Yes, Jason Ellis won a UTV race. Uh, So I got to give a big shout out. I know I sent him a message afterwards, congratulated him, and uh, he was amped. And um, uh, if he didn't, if they didn't change his serious show to the same time as this now, like I would have him on the air. But anytime I have him on any of my shows now, because their time slot, I got to pre pre tape it, right? So it just didn't work out. But um, so there you go. We're going to take a short break. We come back. We're going to have a killer clip with Paul Thacker here on the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. <laughs> <laughs> 